everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So anything can go Hell be exclusively filled with past enemy saber And you killed your dad for the second time in hell, man. Tell me that's not badass. Man, tell me that ain't badass. Hey! Look at this guy. What's going on, everybody? It is CBMFP time. All up in your area, in your ears. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. Thanks for joining us this week. So much to talk about. So much news. Some of it worthless. Some of it mildly, mildly entertaining. Can I talk about something personal real quick? I guess. That's the worst impression of me ever. <laughs> Aaron has a terrible impression of me. Actually. I'm soured. I'm not really soured, but. It was more of a, it sounded like a cat on fire. It was like. <laughs> I sound, that's an impression of me. <laughs> Cat on fire. It's uh, <laughs> it's what we've uh, it's what we deal with our whole so, lives. So if people just light their cat on fire, oh, that sounds exactly like Dustin. Let's put it. Let's I'm put gonna a, unsubscribe to that podcast. I just buy a lot of cats. Let's put a smooth romantic beat underneath there. I don't want to get any lady I like. Weird. <laughs> so uh, with all of with that said, yeah, with that said, and everyone hating us, if you break my Marvel glasses, I will stab you with maybe the shards no scissors actually <laughs> i know if you miss this or just stories of people killing each other really bum you out probably we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna bum you out with what we heard this guy <laughs> killed another guy well they're a family right it was his brother it was his cousin it was his cousin yeah um he broke his collector marvel glasses i guess all right let me set the stage here please do his mom had died Oh, two shit. days earlier. Oh, this dude is on <laughs> yeah. thin ice mentally. So he was, uh, so they were, you know, drinking some pints with the Marvel collector's glasses. Collector in the title. I don't know why you drink from it. And uh, the cousin just... broke one. <laughs> Which one did Apparently, it say? No, it didn't say. Hulk. I really wanted to know. It was, was really like, fucking Hulk, dude. He was probably just looking at it. Like, Look <laughs> Maybe the... it was the Wolverine one. He was just like, come on. That is the rarest of the four pack that i that bought i could have just ordered from things amazon from another world things from another world fucking anywhere so um yeah the man called 911 after stabbing his cousin repeatedly in the neck and they're like hey i just stabbed this motherfucker because he broke my wolverine mug well you know and the cops show up they're like so we got to we gotta take you away buddy what happened <laughs> and he's like well we were play fighting with we'll play wrestling and I got the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say like, I'm the fucking champ. <laughs> yeah, like, and when if I didn't include the picture, but if you look at the picture of the guy, his mugshot is fucking creepy. Like he's just like, <laughs> like awesome creepy or like your next creepy. Like, kind of both. <laughs> like, I'm like oh, you're, you're an awesome creeper, but I still Did think the cousin it's die. Yeah, he's dead. Well. He got stabbed in the neck repeatedly. You know, you know, sometimes they you know the miracle of science. He can walk around with a cyber neck or something. 
That is no. Well, yeah. I, well, the picture's not coming up, but he's um, gonna miss a lot of that Marvel now behind bars. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really state that he was like a comic fan at all. Just that he just he had, had some... these collectors Marvel glasses. Maybe his mom bought it for him for the I last. Bet that's Christmas. had to be what it was. Like that was like you know? the last thing Mummy Duris gave him. Yeah, you broke it. He can't. He could replace it all day. But he can't replace the love that mom put into that purchase. Yeah, so it's real shitty. It's like your mom dies, you kill your cousin, and you're in jail possibly well, for the rest of your life, depending on how this. If trial I can goes. add like a little side note, um, you can. Thanks. <laughs> Anytime something like horrific happens, and like an article of comic entertainment was in the room. It totally just floods back into the comic gates. Like there could be a dude just like butt fucking raccoons until he just butt fucked rocket the raccoon tattooed on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden Marvel fans are like, no, <laughs> like, and then like a raccoon bit his dick off. And like, you know, it's a, a fucking case for this guy. Like, Oh, the raccoons, let's put them all down. They're biting dicks off. <laughs> <laughs> well it's because he's raped like all of them yeah and then all of a sudden rocket raccoon justice. yeah and then he put a fucking rocket laser gun like, and taped mm-hmm. one of their paws and a helmet and now marvel's involved he's somehow. like go get yours i got mine he's like you want to go to yours. space how about uranus and the raccoon's like actually it's pronounced oh no oh see what you did there <laughs> you put your feel on it too you put your human sausage in my raccoon butthole what the fuck you know i can talk i'm like a super special raccoon <laughs> it's really weird yeah and then then i got <laughs> to get on this subject well it's just saying like that's how crazy and ridiculous it gets when uh you're plowing magical raccoons <laughs> yeah so uh get over it <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? I want to talk about something that fucking kicks a lot of ass, unless you have something better. No, I don't know. So, don't we have the same things? We probably do. There's this guy named David Raposa. Yeah, we're on the same thing. He came out with this trailer, a teaser, if you will, for Skull and Shark. Awesome fucking name, too. And I was like, Skull and Shark? At first, you're just like... Fuck that. And then you're like, wait a minute. But then no, you see awesome. you see what he's going to give you with Skull and Shark. It's dope as fuck. Like, yeah. he's created this little trailer for it. You can see it on his website. You can go to combatsers.com. We got it up there. Awesome music from Laserhawk. I mean, Laser spelled with a Z. Oh, the Wicked. Um, there's so much sweetness in this trailer. It's presented like a Sega Genesis game. Yeah. Where... Uh, Picture like a Streets of Rage type vibe. And I mean, it's just put together so fucking rad. If you don't get like a foot long hard on watching this, then you're not alive. You better. You're not alive and you're possibly dead. Yeah. Girls, inside. they're going to be just gelling on this. And guy, that's a hard. This, it's badass. Like, I'm so excited for whatever this ends up being. If it's a motion comic, fucking fine. He said it's going to be a straight up comic from what I understand on his site or his Twitter. Yeah, from from what every I mean, from what he alluded to, he didn't outright stay, say it, but from what he alluded to, and from some of the comments on the YouTube uh, page, it made it sound like it was going to be a full on comic. So. All right, I'm all over this thing like stink on shit. The second yeah. it fucking it just comes looks out. awesome because it's like this fucked up city with like these punk guys running. And you're just like, oh, you're it's like the like classic a, like a, bad guy punks. That's yeah, awesome. Like you like brought that back. Used neo 
fucking New York future. Like exactly, it's like a functioning city, but it still has like the vermin. Yeah, you know, the, the dirty underbelly. It's got a little ugh, dude. It just looks. You guys gotta check it out. A shark is. He's a he's a shark. He, it's got he's like the a, most badass looking shark. I'm just like kill yeah. everybody, please. And skull, he's literally got a skull face. It's sweet. Yeah, and it's awesome. I'm just like, please fuck up everything. No matter what we do or say, it's not gonna bring enough like respect and awesomeness to what he they built in that trailer. It's super cool. You guys have to check it out. Yeah, it's really well edited. Yeah, it's just, it? yeah, it's. <laughs> Like watching, you're just like you don't even see the main characters until almost near the end, and I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Just yeah, keep I've rocking not, this fucking music. I'm well, still coming down. When do I hit start? Yeah, where do I where do I get this? I want it all. Skull and Shark. Yeah, very cool. You know, what I thought it was pretty cool. What? Super fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from, from Cartoon Hangover. Yeah, which was a totally, I, you know, haven't paid a lot of attention to the YouTube channels. And I kept seeing it on Bravest Warrior, but I didn't give a fuck about that comic book. So I didn't right. really look into it more. But yeah, it's just like, it's totally just Adult Swim on YouTube. All right, it is. And kind of better, actually. It, it kind of like wants to rekindle what Adult Swim started at the beginning yeah, yeah exactly. where it was just kind of really raw and just they were just like do whatever you want and that was like 50 percent of the comments i read was like hey adult swim are you paying attention yeah like you know. adult swims kind of not to beat up on them or nothing but they've kind of lost their way yeah you know? they've kind of been going back and rekindling the fire that gave them their start but you know i mean whatever yeah. you know it's now just, who's responsible have, for this um do you remember because it has a look that looks really familiar. No, it's actually like that guy. It's created off of a comic book called okay. Superfuckers from Top Shelf Productions. Um, it's all 100% his work. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. That's fine. So uh, you're just going to look it up. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you type in Superfuckers to Google it, only a few things are coming up. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you just want the one that looks kind of like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just go to the page from our page. Yeah, we have it. That might be a, a safer search for you. Yeah, you know, whatever. It depends if you're at work, which is it's not safe for work. No, if you're well, looking you can to watch get... the uncensored one, but even then they're gonna be like, "What? What is that?" Yeah, you're getting fired, or you're having a long sit down with HR. Either way. So super fuckers was it good or uh... I don't know. Are am I gonna get fired or hey, yeah. just answer these questions? Was it worth your job there? Slap nuts. Probably. I mean, he said, "Hey, bitches, a lot." You're fired. Damn it. Yeah, it check, hey, check it out. I mean, I thought it was cool. I'm, I'm going to follow it. Yeah, I'm going to keep watching. I, you know. We'll put it on the side, I guess, because no one else. Yeah, we'll keep embedding the uncensored one, because I don't know why you'd watch it censored if you had the option. Yeah, that's kind of I mean, it's called silly. super fuckers. Why would you want to hear? What do you, what do you expect? Like, you every other word get. is going to get bleeped, yeah. practically, so. Dumb. You know what else? Uh, I think... The Arrow, or Arrow as we call it, pretty popular, right? It is the number one show for the CW right now. Shut which, your uh, I mean, is that hard to do? Yeah, kind of, because they have, um, I mean, they have Vampire Diaries, oh, huge I female audience. Forgot all about that. Thank you. You know, they have what's that other? They have the nine hundred two one zero. Okay. Gossip Girl, which I know has done well for them. Isn't that over with? No, still, I still see 
stupid fucking commercials when I'm watching Stup- Arrow. Right. So. Okay. Um. Yeah, not. You know, well, so I'd there's, imagine there's a good handful of shows that are probably jockeying for position to yeah, exactly. you know prove their worth. What do you do to trump the arrow, Dustin? You create a brand new show called. Well, I don't know if you trump it, but you uh, do what DC or Deadline broke this week, which was talking about Amazon. Mm. They're they're like, well, a words single. That, that works, and it's basically it's the Wonder Woman TV show. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Everybody's just like, what the fuck is it, stupid? But tell me the show. Well, I thought we were talking about the other Arrow news at first, so I was like, um, thoughts were somewhere else, but okay. Basically, um, Wonder Woman's getting a fucking TV show on CW. On CW, called Amazon, taking the same approach, making her younger. Uh, it's it sounds like it's basically like the whole fish out of the water type premise of like everything's new to me. I've been on an island all my life, right? And it's being produced I'm by awkward with boys. Yeah, maybe he'll take his shirt off and show his ripped abs. Probably his hair sure looks nice. Look at that scruffy beard. My heart's a flutter, <laughs> says Diana. <laughs> Um, it's being produced by Alan Heinberg. Oh, God. Like the... It's going to suck then. Just kidding. Well, I mean, he had that okay run on Wonder Woman until he was like, hey, TV pays better. I'm not going to finish this run. You're really going to have to just put Gail Simone on it. And that didn't work either. And then they canceled it. And here we are, reboot everything. Now they got everything good, everything fresh. Yeah. So now Wonder Woman doesn't suck. Honest opinion, mine. Yeah. Her new 52 stuff's awesome. Yeah, I enjoy that. That was one of the few books I still really like. But um, I guess everyone was freaking out because they had given it a code name of Iris, like the main character, so that people wouldn't just see Diana and be like, it's Wonder Woman. Right. And everyone was like, they renamed her. Ah! And they were just poops being crapped everywhere, left and right. That's kind of typical of the demographic, though. Yeah, and it makes you wonder why they, uh, oh, I don't know, used a code word. Yeah, and don't tell you guys shit. So, not you guys. Yeah, you guys it sounds are like awesome. uh, talking about everybody else. <laughs> talking about the ones that were throwing feces everywhere. <laughs> um, but it sounds like you know the people in charge of it didn't really want the news out already because they haven't found a oh, leading Wonder, Wonder Woman. They haven't found her yet, so they're kind of like, oh fuck, we really we like to present this with a person, right? You know, is but, it going to be a like a Felicity meets Wonder Woman kind of thing? I don't know. I hope not. That sounds terrible. Sounds like what they're going to do. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> You're going to watch it. I'll watch one episode. I doubt she's going to be running around, though. Oh, God. They're going to give her pants, and then everyone's going to revolt. Because you'll be like, it's fucking... As long as it looks better It's 30 than that. degrees out. Why would... <laughs> Why wouldn't she wear pants? Uh, especially if she's living in a, a city. Yeah. Been in the city. Doesn't matter if it's sunny out. It, all of a sudden's blocked. Windchill, hundred <laughs> percent. And that's you see where I'm going. <laughs> Someone's like, "No, asshole! I've never been to a fucking city." And that's does it. What are those? That does it with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. As long as the costume looks better than that other one, the it was a little. David too, it was a little too on. You know yeah, it was, I mean? just, like, it was too shitty. I think if the arrows taught us anything and. You can just simple is better. Yeah, and Smallville, of course, you can just you can scale all that down. Yeah, well, Smallville did it great. Where yeah. they didn't even focus on a uniform costume. Nothing. Right. They were just like, 
We're going to focus on the characters. So, staying on the Arrow news. Yeah, let's stay with the Arrow. They uh, casted Slade Wilson. Oh, shit. So that, that other guy that showed up in costume, that, that wasn't him. That was just a dude. That was just some dude. But that this was just guy, an eyeball. Well, that's because uh, they're going to take that fucking mask off. That's why. Wasn't yeah, it one of the guys exactly. from Spartacus? Yeah, he's in Spartacus. Um, he's also in the upcoming, whatchamacallit, the Hobbit movies. Oh, okay. He's in both of those. So has like a pretty like beefy you know, resume. Yeah. So this yeah, guy's blowing up. a lot of like nerdy shit. He's in the 30 Days of Night movie. I don't remember what hmm. I don't, part. I don't <laughs> try like, to remember that movie at all, actually. See, you weren't Josh Harnett, and that's the only thing I can call from that movie just because I just because he's a dreamboat and you love him yeah yes That's swish does not love where josh. i was going with it loves josh. <laughs> just because he acts the exact same in every movie hey man leave the guy I just alone. took a dump <laughs> like oh yeah that's that's the performance i expected every movie what movie? <laughs> it's like he just walked out of the toilet it's like give it a minute what movie did he take a dump in all of them okay boop boop so um i guess we should tell him the, the guy's name Manu Bennett. He's from New Zealand. Sounds like it. Yeah. Mostly grew up in Australia, though. Beautiful country. Both he places. was on the rugby team in oh. high school. It's all courtesy of IMDB. <laughs> what does his hobbies include? <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, at least he's got a kind of kind of a rough face, you know? Well, slap an eye patch on him, give him a little exactly. a tough of gray, gray hair. fucking hair. Yeah. Gonna Salt have pepper to gray that hair. Yeah. But, you know, so far the arrow has been decent, so I'm pretty sure I'll I'll, uh, check it out. Well, I have some, you know, news I don't think anyone realized. Want to talk about this week's episode real quick? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you know that character you hate, Laurel? Yeah, the. the, She's going to be the Black Canary by the end of the season. The lawyer? Yeah. I don't like her at all. She's gonna be the black canary by the end of the season. Uh, well, they gotta be sinking. They gotta do something with her because she's a one trick pony. I don't know. How's she gonna get her powers? I don't. I don't think they're gonna give her powers. They're gonna give her stockings, fishnets. Well, I, the leather coat. If we're going off of like actual comic lore, the first black canary didn't have the, the sonic, sonic scream, scream thing. Yeah, she just had fists and a bad attitude. Fishnets, I guess. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But it was revealed that his best friend that also you hate, and everyone hates that fucking guy, right. he is the um, the villainous archer, the one from Identity Crisis, where the book starts off, yeah. and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty bad. That's yeah. him. How? I don't know. How are they going to get to that? <laughs> and he's related. He's the son of the bad guy of the season, Count Vertigo. Uh, this episode was just like, there's a bunch of small plot details. We're going to just like set those out. You I was going to say, would you like, read together? some scripts or something? Or you could do a couple casting calls? No, well, calls? I, I knew that... Um, well, just the names they dropped? Yeah, I knew it from the names they dropped. Because oh. all of a sudden she started calling Tommy by his last name. Uh-oh. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, here, Twitter was just like, just like an arrow fart. <laughs> an arrow fart that shook the <laughs> cyberspace. Yeah. So, uh, I guess whatever gets her more screen time. Yeah. Maybe she'll accidentally kill his sister. It's <laughs> like so I deal with her. <laughs> Yeah, they went. They tapped that well again of the, I can't trust you, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, dude, he went through hell. Yeah. Well, finally, the mom just said, hey, 
You might just want to start accepting him for, for how he is and, <laughs> and stop being like, you're on a drunk party animal that just pisses everyone off. Yeah. You just piss everyone off now. So I wish I was rich. <laughs> it's stranded on an island. Yeah. Came back real stark. That's the thing. They don't really explain, like, where does he get his money? No one said, hey, we turned your trust back on or nothing. They were just like... Well, when people know you're rich, you're getting it from somewhere. He still he still keeps playing that spoiled brat like angle. So I guess yeah. I mean, where's he getting for that super secret base? I don't know. Well, they still own the base. Well, yeah, but all the shit inside it. Yeah, all the shit I have. You don't get that shit off eBay. Yeah, the customized recording arrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's arrow. Well, don't don't Talk take enough about that. Don't huh? take the fun out of it. I'm still liking it, but you know what takes the fun out of everything. Marvel, because they love suing shit. Yeah. <laughs> you Seriously, you can't take a dub and call it the thing without them fucking hustling you for a couple of bucks. That'd be five dollars. I'm not paying you five dollars for a poop that I already flushed. So it's gonna uh, be ten if I have to take it to court. Damn it! One of the uh, members of the Wu Tang Clan, Ghostface. Wu Tang is forever. He's a huge Iron Man na- fan. Um, if you don't know anything about Wu Tang, they usually have a lot of aliases. And Ghostface, along the way, picked up Iron Man. He even had a CD that had the same kind of Iron Man font on it. So it's just basically... Called Iron Man. Called Iron Man. Um, Yeah, Marvel's just like, stop it. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, it's from another album. Oh, um, Uh, Supreme Clientele. Yeah. Um, They sampled... Oh, from the, uh, the television show. Yeah, the shitty... 90s i did confirm that it was the shitty 90s so i was gonna say which cartoon. one he had a lot of shitty no the cartoons. 90s one okay i sampled that and then marvel sing me sing me a couple bars from that no one can because no one remembers that fucking shitty theme song it doesn't matter. i would mute the tv as a child because i was like ah, that's terrible it was so bad <laughs> like but just to sue him 13 years later yeah yeah it's kind of a i don't want to say it's random but it's pretty random where they're just like going through like the back catalog. <laughs> well yeah they were just like they finally got up to 2000 all right listen to this see if they stole anything from us yeah just i don't know it's kind of a dick move but it just seems like when disney took over all of a sudden they were just like we need more revenue. Yeah, without having to do work. Go find out where our shit is. No one paid for it. You're yeah. like, uh, and they, they want twenty million dollars. He probably didn't make that off the CD. Exactly. He probably hasn't made that off of a couple of CDs. To be quite honest, like he doesn't make the right. He doesn't make radio rap. So. Exactly. He he just. <laughs> he probably, he's so, probably made so some, ridiculous. Yeah, he's probably made some good money being on people's songs that are like yeah, really mainstream sure. right now, but. A lot of the members of the Wu Tang weren't very mainstream. I mean, granted, like Method Man, he kind of broke over and RZA, but he got through doing different things and yeah, and he's been they like didn't, in movies and stuff. But yeah, like, they didn't have this ringtone rap crap where they exactly a lot of these guys working off of one song. Ex- yeah, I mean, and granted, we're a little biased because we like Wu Tang, but I mean, the, the facts uh, the facts are that they didn't just like. Move to Beverly Hills and they don't get a have fucking songs, huge mansion. Yeah, they don't have songs named after dances, so it's it's just it's a different style of hip hop. So yeah, 
whatever. I'm sure you'll get your money somehow, Marvel, in small increments of, you know, well, he said Clarks or something. Got lawyer. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he's probably got his lawyer on it, so that's what he gets paid for. Just kind of really fucked up because he is a legitimate fan. But yeah. Just because he's a big name, they're just like, fuck yeah. you. We don't care. Exactly. <laughs> it's God forbid they start charging people. Oh, you got an Iron Man tattoo? That's gonna be twenty dollars. And to tell you the truth, man, he was down on Iron Man when Iron Man wasn't fucking cool. So yeah, yeah before get, the movie, like yeah, because I hate like to tell you, there post. was a huge patch where Iron Man wasn't fucking cool. Yeah, and I even put in my post that they play one of his songs in Iron Man One because they knew, you know, as a little nod to him, they took a they deleted knew. scene out with him in it because he was oh, in yeah, it for like a too. minute, like talk, talking to Starks in like the first. I guess it was in the very, very, very beginning, and it was a deleted scene. So. Yeah. They, everyone, it's not. It's just kind of fucked unknown. up. It's like whatever. Yeah. But hey, make mine Marvel. That's what happens uh, when you're rich, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you got there? That's kind of that's a very unsightly. Oh, are you talking about these prototype Superman, Man of Steel, action figures? Yeah, the guys are giving a, giving away plot points to the movie, possibly. I well, mean, there's a red one that has a. A Hellboy arm looking thing. Yeah, like his right arm's all like dieseled out. Yeah, it has like extra armor on it. And everyone's like, if you don't want any of the plot revealed, don't look at this picture. And I was like, what does this reveal to me? (laughs) Other than that, Mattel has shitty action figures still. Still. Good job. And it reveals like, who decided to use this version of the script? (laughs) Like... I mean, I, I sure it beats, you know, the big real estate bad guy in the first, the last Superman. Yeah. I'm going to buy a bunch of shit up. But I don't know, man. Like, this, I, is, this is an ugly action figure, finished or a not. Bunch of people were like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, his legs don't even bend. And one guy was like, whoa, the arms bend? Improvement. <laughs> I was like, you, sir. Yeah. Like, it, All right. It looks just real fucking shitty. The figure looks shitty. His arm looks shitty. Someone snuck one out and was selling it for 40 bucks on eBay. No no bidders. Why would you buy Why would you want a prototype of something? You have no idea what it's referring to. Yeah, I really hope. I don't even know if this is just going to be some bullshit, you know, action, like the, you know, the mr freeze batman version whatever, yeah you know, like, that they love to do oh here's yeah 15 versions of the same here's the superman s and 2d's figure where his arms <laughs> yeah. bend in one motion and is yeah i get it you're just like oh well i just want a normal superman yeah, not the s and 2d where you squeeze his legs and his, his arms jerk movement yeah he does the ski poles <laughs> it's like you're like uh i ordered the normal one where it's he was white slime that comes with it uh I want the Superman that was all in the pole and wieners. <laughs> Where am Nobody, I right now? Nobody wants that Superman. Am I even in a toy store? <laughs> we just in his uncle's closet. He's like, what the fuck? You get a better family. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, stay away from that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know what movie plot points that revealed, but I don't either. Speaking of movies, someone's in some movies. Who's in a movie? Was those guys that were Xavier and Magneto. Oh, yeah. They're going to do X-Men 3, right? Yeah. Or X-Men Days of Future Past, X-Men First Class Part 2. it's X-Men 3. It's X-Men 3. 
even I think even Brian Singer was just like, just forget that happened. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was just everyone else was like, you may as well just forget that movie happened. Yeah. Because we were just going to. We did. And that was the only one I kind of liked. X-Men 3? No, First Class. Oh. Was... Oh. Well, that's technically X-Men 4. Now I want X-Men I 5. Guess, yeah, okay. I got you. They just have all these. Yeah, who knows? I, who cares? So officially um, they have connected the two movies. Even though there's huge continuity problems with fucking all that shit. Oh, yeah. And if you add in the Wolverine movie, then it becomes even more fucked up and just like, hmm. It's kind of like, why is continuity? That's, you're past that. (laughs) They are. Well, it's like they created their own movie continuity. I'm not even talking about comic book continuity. They said goodbye to that in the first one. The first one, they were like, "Mm." second one, they were like, (laughs) yeah. Even some of the first one didn't make sense. Well, that's what I said. They, you know, oh, the se- yeah, they yeah. fucked it up in the first one. The second one, they were just like juggling oh, yeah, that's... shit in the air and kicking it. Mm. Like, don't let the balloon hit the ground. That's All our right. continuity. That's a terrible analogy, but I totally understand <laughs> yeah. you. So, yeah, Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen confirmed. Hugh Jackman confirmed, possibly, I think, still, maybe. He'll do it. He loves anything yeah. Wolverine. He's not going to let someone else be Wolverine. No. And he needs to, you know, be Wolverine as long as he can. Otherwise, he gets to a point where he's too old to do the character. Old Man Logan. Well, yeah, then they'll do an old man. That would actually be kind of sick, actually. Hugh Jackman, old, still doing Wolverine. I'm down with that. <laughs> you say this until you see the trailer. Fucking sucks. Like, oh, man, this is really, really just doing Wolverine then, huh? That was pretty fuck terrible. <laughs> Uh, that Wolverine the oh, end was super man. shitty. Like that first issue was cool, and then after that it was like, oh, this took a turn for this stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. Problem That's... with that was like, hey, Paul Jenkins, you got uh, you got two months to write six issues. Also, we're just throwing this butt fuck over here on it. He's like, hey, I'm the new guy. They're like, correct me if I'm wrong. Wolverine Origins, give me a superstar artist. We sell a million issues. Everyone's still got it. The fucking new guy to write the last Wolverine story ever. All right, let's do this. He's like, go to DC after this, by the way. <laughs> he did, huh? Yeah, he did first. And, but Paul Jenkins is one of the like, most underrated writers in comics. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a damn shame. It is. It is. People just fucking don't give him time of day really it's kind of uh, <laughs> what time is it fuck you paul <laughs> i mean even that fairy fairy tale outlaws or fairy quest outlaws i should say that just got picked up by boom which is this boom reprinting it and Uh-oh. getting it into more hands which i'm okay with but yeah that book should have been should have been selling people are just like me paul jenkins uh, it'd be one of those things later on in life people will be like you know who's really good seriously they probably will Someone will get a hold of uh, that um, the Nuff Said month where Marvel did all silent issues. Mm. And he did this awesome Spider-Man one. I remember that. Yeah, it was just cheesy with... I mean, it had clowns, but it was just so... Like, he so captured the essence of Spider-Man with it and kind of poked fun at the whole idea of doing a silent issue. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, kind of retarded, so I'm going to be a little retarded. Right. It was a great fucking issue, though. That's like the only one I remember Yeah. that was good <laughs> was Paul Jenkins' silent Spider-Man issue. Yeah, he'll just be one of the 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 hipsters to be like, you know who my favorite guy was? 
oh yeah and then everyone can't deny it because now it's going to turn <laughs> into the safe answer and everyone's going to be like oh, yeah, yeah i kind of will i wish i hadn't brought it up but oh well there you go you know so, what i'm happy to oh you got one more what do you got there yeah we got one more news story oh yeah i totally forgot about this valiance added again okay yeah they're uh they're doing stuff they're kind of doing stupid shit if i can go ahead and be <laughs> speak fucking frankly yeah. um, i mean i don't know why you're asking permission you already did <laughs> trading cards yeah who's got time for trading cards Everyone raises their hand. I'm like, all right, well, that's fine. I have so much time for trading cards. <laughs> it's just like, okay, sir, we get it. I mean, a lot of time. I mean, I've collected four complete Pokemon sets. So what's the deal with these trading cards from Valiant? It is, it's like their entire line. Not even just the stuff we've seen, like the other properties they own. Wow. So just like anything they own. It's an in card, in card, card form. Yeah. Now, it, 2013. I didn't read too much into it, but is there gonna be like stats and stuff on the back? Like, is it gonna be like a character card or like little origins on the back, or is it literally just gonna be like Exo standing there, like grabbing his dick, going, "What's up, man? You got the Exo card, and look for my hologram version in another pack. It's gonna cost like three ninety nine. Um, can you build like on the back? Is there going to be like pieces to a huge poster where I can stack them all on a piece of cardboard and glue them down and have a kick-ass Valiant they poster? They really only announced their partnership with Ritter House, which was they went the with card. Ritter House. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Well, you don't want to do fucking tops; they don't pay their bills. <laughs> See you Can't later. wait till IDW announces they bought fucking Mars Attack. We bought it. <laughs> We're doing everything we've wanted to with this franchise now. I bet they do. Um. They really haven't detailed them. In fact, they didn't even send an image. They don't even have pictures of this shit yet. I had to use someone's sketch card for the, uh, the post, post on the site, comicbusters.com. Uh. So, I don't know. I'll buy a pack. I'll open it up on the podcast. We'll go through them together. We will. Because... See if we get a hologram. If so, then we'll do tradesies with someone else. And try to get another hologram. That's fine. I can appreciate that. Oh, and then we'll get the card that just lists nothing but the other cards. And you're like, what the <sighs> fuck? That card is always I bullshit get... when you got that card. And then they started doing it where the, you got that card no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Every pack, and you're like, oh, fuck this. You're like, this makes me never want to buy your shit again. When I go home for Christmas, I'm going to spend a lot of time going through my old Marvel cards and just really appreciating them. And if one more person on the internet posts, do you remember these? Yeah, we all fucking remember them. We're all sitting on them still, you asshole. They're not worth anything. I'm yeah, you... seeing stupid people's posts on every everywhere I go. Hey, remember these? Remember these trading cards? No, what are those? Please walk me down your childhood memories. Douche fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You're out of line. <laughs> there you go. I had to get that off my chest. That's fine. He's, he's everything you said and more. <laughs> Douche fuck. Speaking of... Uh... Douche fucks, what'd you read? <laughs> you douche fuck. <laughs> what'd you read, you douche fuck? Um, I read some stuff. I read some stuff, but you know what? I had a bad week of not really enjoying anything I read. Hmm. Like everything I just read was just like, uh, okay, mediocre at best. Well, I read the new Dead Wardians. Okay. How was and that? Yeah, that's a made-up fucking word. But oh, okay. yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's what we do here. Make um, up words. From uh, Dan Abbott, Abnett, probably saying that wrong, and Ian Colbard, probably saying that wrong, too. But he goes by I-N-J, 
Uh, I just didn't want to say it that way, really. That's okay. Hey, um, we'll let it slide. So the premise is zombies fucking wrecking the world, you know, doing their thing. They kind of have it under control in London because that's where the book's based. Um, they got locked down to like Zone A, Zone B, and Zone Z, which is obviously like fucking zombie town. And Zone A is where kind of like the rich, richer people mm-hmm. live, people of status stuff. Zone B is where the, the poorer people live. And in Zone A is mostly comprised of what they call the young, which are people that have received the cure, as they call it, for zombies. And the cure is becoming a vampire. Because once you become a vampire, they can't smell you. They just consider you essentially part of the dead. Um, and then the living are called the bright because, you know, they're like they're full of life and stuff. Why can't they just be called the living? Because it's a little, it, it has a nicer ring to it. When you read it, it really makes sense. Okay. To be like, oh, you up there with the bright protest? You know, like, are you down with the, like, you know, the... Yeah. Down with OPP? (laughs) No, down with like the. Trying to think of the right word for it. Just, you know, the The movement. You know, if you were like, oh, are you um, against like the bright receiving better treatment or something like that? It just hasn't like. Are you against the living? Because when they say it like that, it sounds more like a slander towards the young. And since the young kind of run everything, they don't like. I got you. So they just created these. I don't know, like labels for people to hand. exactly. So just you know, I don't like labels, bro. I don't know. Well, this book's all about labels, and wow. it talks a lot about like class thing. It has a little bit of class structure, like, right? Commentary to it, and uh, and then like the zombies aren't just called zombies; they're called like the restless. But, like, oh, we had like a restless break in and stuff like so that. So basically, their spin on it to kind of create this. Exactly, world. it, it gotcha. works really well though. Okay, so it follows this one chief or uh, this homicide detective. He's the only homicide detective because obviously they have a zombie problem. Usually that's what kills people. Like people have stopped like killing each other because they got other things. The zombies are doing the work. Yeah, exactly. So he gets called in on a case where it's like the first murder in like a long ass time, and he's one of the young. He's turned into a vampire, but uh, they control everything. Like they, you know, you go in, you get your blood, like new blood every so often. Um, They file down the fangs and shit like that. And so, um, they, do they have like typical vampire tropes in it, or you're just like kind of not really? In fact, and they bring that up. He's like, Yeah, you know, sunlight doesn't really. He's like, You put like a zinc cream on, you're good. You know, like there's there's things to counter it, like crosses and shit don't work. None, none of that stuff works. There's like three right. things that kill him, and I don't remember exactly what they are because they're not an intricate part of the story. Okay. Like, he kind of just throws it out, like, Hey, I'm covering this. Don't ask questions about it because it's, it's irrelevant, you know? So. Um, like he goes to this case, first murder victim, and they're just like, oh shit, you know, and everyone's worried because it's one of the young that have died and no one's ever died. And so they're like, well, we need to know if like the, the cure's not working or whatever. So you need to wrap this case up quick or at least, you know, let us, let us push it aside, especially since the guys of nobility and, and shit like that. And it just keeps unwrapping this bigger, bigger, bigger mystery. And it, kind of reveals where all of this shit started like the, the restless the vampires everything mm-hmm. um really well written captures the era like perfect plays is based in 1910 so main character is super interesting he's just like 
just super calm through everything. He has these like this great like dialogue. We'll throw it back or at people who'll be like, oh yeah, well. And, like this this one woman's like, what's your feelings on like women having the cure and everything? He's like, well, my housekeeper wants to kill herself and I just made her take it because she got bit. So you do the math. It's not all it's cracked up to be. You know, kind of shit like that. So. So he's a good hard-nosed cop. He knows what's going on. He, yeah, and he and won't let them just, like, sweep his case under the rug. He's like, no, right. fuck that. So it's actually, I mean, it's really good. It's by Vertigo. Points for that instantly. Is it the first one, or is it, like... Uh, it's done. Like, it's a complete story. It's, like, six oh, issues done. And, yeah, and I, like, the world is rich enough to where you could go back and tell another story, but you kind of really don't need to. Like, he just, he covers everything so well. Right. And the mystery just wraps up perfectly at the end where you're just like, oh, this is this is really fucking cool. So huh. it's just like a really different take and it didn't really focus on being a vampire. It didn't really focus on being zomb- or, you know, zombies and shit. Right. It was just like, you're living in a world where these things exist. And now, I got a question for you. Could he just taken all of that out and made a decent detective type crime story? It really... No, because it's like the case is involving those aspects. It's kind of like, okay, we have this case because we're still trying to function in this normal world, but it's not normal anymore. And it kind of takes a look at how you know, do that. It sounds like it's... Because people want, like, society and they want culture and shit. Right. But, you know, the world's falling apart around them still. They still haven't solved anything. Right. Like, they haven't gotten rid of all the restless and shit like that. Hmm. And then, you know, like I said, it deals with the the class structure and everything still, too. Like, even though everyone should be fending themselves and really everyone should just be given the cure at that point. But people are like, I don't want that. You know, I don't want to be dead inside and cold and have no desire to live, really. So. Right. No, it's, it's, it's like the mystery revolves around that aspect of the zombies and the, and the vampires. So if you remove that aspect, then yeah, it would just be like a really... Couldn't just have generic oh. like mystery of like okay that guy did it fair enough we solved it you know so what's that uh it came out this week or what no it's actually not out yet i mean the single issues are out but i read the trade oh i see and the trade's not out quite yet i think it comes out actually i don't think it comes out until like february huh? but something like... to look for yeah yeah it's totally because if you miss the series like i i had heard about the series but i never could catch it could, all. Could find it, really. I only, I didn't see it until issue three in my comic book shop because it was just, you know, getting raped so much by everyone enjoying it. So if you missed out on it, you know, check it out if you like zombies, vampires. Who doesn't? It's like, well, and that's what I liked about it is it didn't do any of the, the typical tropes, you know. Right. It was just like, oh, this is kind of a cool story that involves those aspects. Hmm. So. Sounds cool. Yeah, maybe I'll do the same and check out the trade paperback in February from Vertigo. There you go. In the meantime, I read the. I talked about this book a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. It's called Lot Thirteen. It's DC. Steve Niles and. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's got Glenn Fabry doing art. So. I. Uh, the second one came out and I was kind of stoked on it. Third one might be out too. I think Fuck maybe. that, dude! The second one just came out. I thought. I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was. I could. One. You could be right. I could be behind, but I'm pretty sure the second one like just came out. Anyway, it starts with a good old fashioned raping. That's what motivates fucking what me the? to read any book. First page. Um, really doesn't. I don't think it does. Last time you left a the family, they'd stop out that creepy hotel, 
and uh, mm. taking you back in time again to the 20s. And it's like, hey, creepy apartment's coming soon without the creepy. <laughs> but just outside that, two guys are totally raping this chick, raping her real good. She's so pissed and distraught from it, she blows her own brains out. Wait, she has a gun? She doesn't kill them? No, I think it's one of their guns, and they left it during the raping. I don't know how often you rape people, Dustin, but you're always dropping your gun and shit. <laughs> so she... uh, Never, actually, but thanks for checking. So she finds You're right, gun. it was only two issues, sorry. And uh, offs herself. And you fast forward to now, where the family's back in the creepy um, hotel or whatever, and the boy was, he came across the boy that got hit with the car. Yeah. And uh, the, the young ghost splatter. Yeah, <laughs> ghost splatter. The young son, he was like, oh shit, I'm seeing that old family from back in the day that got murdered and thrown into the hole. Because oh, that, that, you know, that shit. shit was buried right on top of their shit. Yeah. So you get a little poltergeist action going on there. And uh, the ghosts are just like, hey, motherfucker, we know you can see us. We can see you. You must have like the gift, the vision or something. It's usually always the young ones. See these things? It pulls skin off pigs. Guess what we're going to do with it? And the kid's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Probably use it on my family first. And they're yeah. just like, nah. We're gonna Speaking get of the family, first. they're downstairs. Everybody's texting, Googling, you know, what all the hip kids are doing. No one has a real conversation anymore, Kevin. Everyone's on their phones. That's what dad says. And he was like, oh. where's little Jimmy? He was like, remember when kids used to look you in the fucking eye when they talk to you? And I was like, touche, dad. Once you put a couple of open hand slaps across their face, Rowdy Rowdy Piper style, then they'll fucking get your goddamn attention. Anyway, he goes upstairs. He's looking for little Jimmy. Or his name's Austin. I just said Jimmy because I thought it was kind of funny. Doesn't find him. Finds a little fucking pig stripper, though, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> Sees some sort of uh, demonic graffiti on the wall. He's like, that little fucking turd's already to face the room. <laughs> so he goes to beat some ass. Comes outside. Little... <laughs> like this is a common thing his child does. I say at a hotel. He's just like, fucking Austin was here. <laughs> Austin fucking awesome. Austin rules 316. <laughs> just says, I just defaced your shit. <laughs> Goes outside. And then we have a little shining moment where he finds one. This ghost chick's outside. Dad's like, oh shit. There's this floating ghost bitch I can see. And the chick's like, hey, better get your family out of here. They're going to fucking get them. See, see all these stitches in my torso? I didn't do that. Yeah, and then uh, dad's gone for a minute. He's like, oh, I'm fucking being attacked by a ghost. Mom's like, we're fucking... I must have drank too much toilet water or something. That's, another, like, what? that's in another comic that I read. <laughs> Mom goes to look for dad. Can't find her. And he's like, where's my husband? Uh, some nanny, or I'm sorry, some maid's cleaning off the wall. She's got a gunshot hole to her skull. Hmm. And then... The mom and the fucking kids show up. They're like, Mom, who's this? No visitors. Kids both have the bullet holes when they got executed and thrown in the fucking hole. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then you turn around and uh, said uh, rapey in the beginning. She has her own room. Because basically all these souls are trapped in this place. Did you ever see American Horror Story? Trapped in the room they died in? Not so much the room, but it's just the, it's just the, the soil that they're in. Kind of like... You know, poltergeist, their house is built on Indian burial ground, so yeah. the ghosts are just like, get the fuck out. This is kind of like American Horror Story, where they can project themselves, and they can be seen. I haven't you know watched I mean? it, but... It's on Netflix, you can it. stream it now. So, Well, let's pause this podcast, so I can go do... I'm just and go. And we're It's pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, they're doing that, and basically all these ghosts are like... 
um, basically they're starting shit. Some are trying to help the people and some are trying to be like, hey, we're going to kill you. So mom, kid, I'm bored. Yeah, mom. I mean, they can change their appearance to how they want it. It becomes all relevant once you watch that show. But um, yeah. mom sees dad. Mom's like, hey, we need to bounce the fuck out. And dad's like, agreed. And they're like, agreed. Leave the kids. Where's little Austin? Austin standing there coated in blood with a hatchet. He was like, guess what's cracking? And they're like, we know it's ghost, bitch. So wait, Austin killed all the ghosts? Or he's uh, dead he already? went hardcore on something. And that's how it ends. So, spoiler if you didn't. God, I hope it was his sister. No, nah, the girls are fine. Well, fuck. the sisters ain't done nothing to you, dude. They actually eh. just they're just they're they're doing okay. So is it better than the first issue or worse? Um and more importantly, do I still need to read the first issue or can I just jump on with this issue? You can probably just jump on with this one. It'd be kind of it's a little more rewarding if you know because you're like, oh, I want to see what this is doing. And then but the American horror story, like influence is super not really obvious but if you know you know you're gonna be like oh this if is if you've seen the show you're like oh i see what you're it's doing. tipping and a hat in that like... direction i'm not saying that niles is straight ripping it off but i mean if you've read or watched any horror in your whole life i'm kind of he got ripped off hey dude shit then he should have went harder on that story <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool like the art complements it well this no one's really annoying. You read it. You're like, all right, this is a family. They're not like, oh, fuck this bitch. Fuck that kid. You know, and hopefully they'll introduce more ghosts. I don't know. Or tortured souls, whatever you want to like call them. Enough. Uh, they, it's, there's a handful. But they didn't explain, like, the helper chick ghost unless I uh, missed something. Because I saw the family. She's the human keeper. Yeah, she was a ghost. She floated right through the dead. So, I don't know. It's, Fair it's, enough. It's interesting. I know it's a mini, so, but... I mean, there's like a lot of nudity and violence, and for DC to be like, "Hey, this is you just straight up saw some tits." That's that's, that's, that's why full it's frontal. Only. So, like, I don't know. It's cool in that regard that it's not afraid to just go out there and be like, "Hey, we got to show you it's horror," and there's blood and holes and children's heads and guts are coming out and shit, and that's cool because it's like we're doing a graphic horror book that has yeah. to show these things to be quote unquote unsettling or cool or metal as fuck or whatever, but. I know, so far so good. I'll keep uh, reading it, and I'll probably keep bringing it up periodically until you're sick of hearing about it. All right, then. I'm sick, sick of hearing I knew it. it. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I read a book that's on issue two as well. Uh-oh. Oh, maybe we talked about it on the same podcast. Well, I'm talking about it. Bedlam. Oh, I read that. Number two. I read Bedlam, too. Image Comics. That it is. I really liked it. I know you had a difference of opinion, but uh, I'm going to talk about it. You're gonna deal with that. So, um, Matter Red, as revealed by the end of the last issue, has been rehabilitated through lobotomies and such. Little clockwork arms going yeah. on. From the, the Doctor character, who is a. Can I add on that real quick? It's kind of funny when they do lobotomy, I guess, pieces, because it kind of. I know it's probably like in his mind how he's portraying it taking place, but there's like little chunks of his brain missing. <laughs> like there's the where he has the it, you you see him with the mask on and the whole garb, and he's leaning in the chair, and his head's kind of opened up, and he's like put my head back on. And then I know it, that was sick as hell when he's just like no put yeah it, put it, it on put it on no yeah it was cool but like when he's putting it back on the rats are everywhere. Just like the little cubes of like the Tetris pieces kind of missing of like 
Oh yeah, I think that was more just yeah, like, like artistic. This, and, no, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought was cool is yeah. like how they decided to show it. Like these were the chunks of evil. Well, and the uh, the artist actually, um, Riley Rosmo, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted at me. He was like, "Yeah, the Doctor character is actually he based it off of Peter Fonda and Jack Nicholson." So I was like, "Oh, that's nice. actually very accurate." Like, especially when he said Peter Fonda, I was like, "Ah, there it makes is." Sense. Um, so Matter Red's been rehabilitated, and the doctor shows up to patch him up from the gunshots he received, and kind of finds out that he's been trying to help the police, and he's like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, yeah. like, you didn't tell him about our thing? He's like, no, 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 no. And I like that. I like that they were, you know, like... That relationship. We kind of know... Well, it's like, we know what they're talking about. It's yeah. his re- rehabilitation, the fact that he used to be Matter Red. But they're still kind of not saying it. So you're like, well, is there more, you know? Like, did we... Like, I, f- I just feel like we haven't been given the full picture. And I think that's kind of cool. Uh, the lobotomy, I love the fact that he still had his mask on the entire time. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. And, um, yeah, so then we have this, like, other murder mystery going on with this guy. Meets, like, this old friend at like an after an AA meeting. And uh, puts on some crazy shit and then kills the guy and has a horse drag his body through the top of his body yeah yeah, through the town through town and uh matter red turns himself in for it so um obviously a lot of talking in this book but i kind of like that it just kind of set the stage for a lot of things and now we don't have as much to worry about because (laughs) shit's gonna get really crazy in the next issue when he shows up at the police station yeah and starts giving him all these details and they already think he's the murderer for the the previous serial killer he called in on. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still really liking the series. I know some people were like, oh, no, it's good. And I think you kind of felt the same way that it um, wasn't as good as the first issue. But I even put in my review, it's like, it can't be as good as the first issue. No. And so I still thought it was very good for everything it did in this issue. Uh, my only thing with it, like, I love the art, by the way. I think the art matches the world that's presented the book and yeah. i just really like it a lot um i just found it a little too chatty on some panels i mean i get i kind of already got the point but it just kind of felt it wasn't like a terrible chatty but it was almost a little too theatrical chatty you know what i mean like they're all just kind of like very ho 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 or mm. i kind of like that though i kind of like that matter red's character is like that and i like that the doctor is like that the like, doctor they don't want like, to break character it's kind of cool like they're the, and that was my only thing was like i only i would appreciate it more if you just left red doing that not everyone you know what i mean because it kind of felt like but i think the doctor is so much of a character as well though it just kind of i mean he's got those fucked up nurses and shit and he's just no yeah he's a basket case of course but it just kind of felt like one voice at the time and that just kind of shook me a little bit but it's it's far from a deal breaker from the book being bad in any means i mean it's still i don't want to say one of the biggest surprises but i'm going to go ahead and say it's one of the biggest surprises because i didn't know about the book i didn't see it coming yeah and for it to be as high quality a, well it was kind of announced during that big image like summer push where yeah but i had no idea what it yeah, was going to be but there was so much other shit at the same time that i think people were just like eh. Yeah, I did. Whatever. We'll look at it. It wasn't on my radar at all. I mean, I think thing. some people were just like, well, why is this being announced with it? You know, you got like Brian Wood doing a book. You got Brian K. Vaughn doing a book. You got fucking Grant Morrison outside of DC doing a book. And they're just like, what? This guy works at Image practically. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? But right. 
this is why. This is why they were announcing it because they they read the fucking proofs and went, oh fuck. We and then that's why I think that I kind of like this one the most out of all out of that batch because I was just like I didn't even think twice about this. Yeah, I still think it's flying under the radar a lot, which is kind of a shame. But hey, whatever. I'm still buying it. That's, what else? Uh, that's oh. how you stick it to him, man. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. I'm, I'm still buying it. What else have you been reading? Um, I don't know if it's. Is it out yet? It, Colder came out, right? No, well, I'll I'll talk about that later. Then I guess. What about Alpha Girl? Nope. Nope. I'm, I guess I'm. I guess I'm too much in the future for you right now. Wow. I think I, when you read Bedlam. Did you read any uh, Marvel Now books? No, I got them, but I didn't read them. There's uh, I read Robin Hood three. Did you? Well, we talked about that a lot. What about Thor? Did you read Thor? No. Did you read it? Yeah, I did. What did you think? It's Thor. Just Thor. They didn't do anything there special, was, or there was some goods to it, and there's some bad to it. Um, why they, why Jason Aaron decided, I'm gonna do a story that takes place in three timelines, and one of those happens to be at basically the very end of Thor's story. Mm. Oh, and by the way, this is the first issue. Like it just seems like it. You've pigeonholed all future storytelling because every writer after you on that series is going to know that that's established and know that there are certain things they can and can't do because they still need to get to that point in time too. And it's just so short-sighted that I just just don't get why... You know what, maybe... Why they would start a series like that. Like, and you really didn't even need it because you could have just introduced the, the... Like, the present... Right. And the the past storyline... And kind of just having him deal with the present storyline and, you know, just having that resolve of like, well, I can't beat this guy right now. And then go back to it like fucking years later. Like the way they used to set up storylines, like, hey, this is going to be a payoff in like five years. And that would have been cool. Maybe but we'll, instead uh, he was just like, here's everything at once because we don't care. We only care about six issues. That's all we give a fuck about. So you're saying it's going to... He just wants to do a six-issue arc and be yeah, done. Yeah, six issues, it'll be done, and he'll move on to the next story arc. But, you know, it's just... And that that's also what annoys me, is that his storytelling device that everyone's going to become accustomed to, especially if they're a new reader, is going to dramatically change in six issues. On the seventh yeah. issue, it's going to be completely different. He's not going to be able to bounce around timelines unless he's telling a similar type of story, in which case that'll get old really quick because who wants to keep reading that? Well, maybe we'll uh, dedicate some time to that in the future podcast episodes about storytelling devices such as, hey, here's the last five seconds of this guy's life and the point. And then knowing damn well you're not going to be on that book forever. Yeah. And just basically... Especially when you're rebooting. Why would you do that? Yeah. The whole point is to kind of unclutter the the past, really. It's like, here you go. We'll dedicate some time to that because I know a lot of books do that. Yeah. Or they do the really annoying, this is how this issue ends and I'm showing it to you first. And you're like, yeah, that's just know. poor storytelling. I know it's, I don't care. I know it's comics and you kind of probably get tired of doing the exact same presentation, you know, month in and month out. You're like, all right, here's how we start this and here's how we start this and here's how. We... So you want to spice it up just to 
but yeah, when your stories periodically comes out the way it does, it's really it's kind of not fair to the reader and whoever it's, bought your book. You just can't you're catering to the reader that doesn't like change, honestly. Really? Well, that's what I don't get. It's like, yeah, because when you present your story the same way month in month out, you know there are those comic fans. That's how they like the story every time. And when you change it, they drop the book. But wouldn't they be like? And those are the exact people that they're trying to get away from buying comic books because it's everyone feels that's a dead end to the the market. Well, that's know? a whole other conversation right there to who, yeah, on who they want and not want to buy comic books because they want they want the My Little Pony money. If you really think about it. I mean, I know I hate to say it, but the back's against the wall. They need to come up with something to get, you know, the Johnny Come Latelys. Yeah. Whatever the hell that means. I don't know either. I just said yeah to it. Well, that's disrespectful on all accounts. That's what I aim for here. Jesus <laughs> Christmas, man, this guy. So, I think that, that's about all I read this week, I guess. Apparently, I read everything in the future. So, if you... Like us, come back next week, you can hear about what I read, and you'll have it in your hand going, this sucks. <laughs> or you'll be like, this was awesome. Or other. Or other. Like you're just being different about it. And you're like, it was $3. Who cares? It was $4. Who cares? You gave me enough entertainment for what I paid. There you go. And, that, and in the end, that's all you really want. Exactly. This has been brought to you by Comic Bastards. It's the CBMFP. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. You guys are awesome for listening. Thank you so much. Check it out on iTunes. Leave a review. Tell us what we're sucking butt on. Tell us what we're kicking a lot of ass on. That means a lot to us. See you guys next time. If you're watching this Blu-ray DVD digital download, <laughs> then I unfortunately am dead. Oh, he is. The sheer thought of his son reading comics destroyed his black, black heart. If she is still talking, oh, I am. Please tell her to shut up. Hey, shut up. For I am not there to tell her. Oh, I missed your hands around my neck. Honey, I want you to use my insanely amassed fortune to create an army of robots to destroy all of comic books. Is that it? That is it. Get him. <laughs> Well, that was a great podcast. Yeah, I agree. What the? I don't know. Hey, dude, you suck. We are taking over. Wait, you can't do this. Already did. You hole of butt. Now get lost. Deadly robots from the future here to destroy comic books? Not on my watch. M maybe Dustin's. Oh yeah, I'm totally on board with our new robot overlords. Hmm?